You're listening to Flaunt, Find Your Sparkle and Create a Life You Love After Infidelity or Betrayal. Have you been betrayed by life, your body, or someone that you love? You're not alone. No matter what you've been through, Naked Self-Worth helps you regain confidence, joy, and enthusiasm so you can create a life you love and flourish. Tune in weekly and learn how. Hello and welcome to Flaunt. Find your sparkle and create a life you love after infidelity and betrayal. Today, we're going to talk about something that comes up so often. And that's the sense of why didn't I know? Or if I did know, why didn't I trust myself? Why didn't I listen to my intuition, listen to my heart and figure things out? Today's guest is Echo Bodine. And if you haven't heard of her, she is phenomenal. She was born with psychic abilities and discovered her gifts at age 17. She has taught classes on psychic development and spiritual healings. She has been on numerous TV shows. She has even hosted her own cable TV show, had her own radio show. You name it, she has done it, including written several incredible books. One of my favorites is called The Still Small Voice a psychic's guide to awakening intuition. From 2003 till the present, she has been the director of the Center for Intuitive Living, where she teaches numerous classes on spiritual development, living by intuition, ghost busting, psychic development, and laying on hands healing classes. So without further ado, let's just bring her on and let's take a deep dive into all things intuitive and spiritual healing around betrayal, because that's a big one. Mm -hmm. It is, honey. It's a really big one. I hate Uh, to even think about it, but it happens all the time. I know. Yeah. 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 Where do you want to go first, chief? <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's, let's just start right off with, um, and some of this, I'll just reflect my own journey and, you know, listeners, I know your journey is similar yet different as all journeys are. Um, so take what feels right to your heart, take what feels right in your soul and just leave the rest behind or let it settle and percolate. I think the first question that comes to mind, well, one of the first questions that came to my mind, at least, is why didn't I know? I'm an intuitive person. I follow my intuition. Why didn't I know? So let's start with what is intuition and how does it guide us and how can sometimes it keep us in the dark? Oh, honey, those are such good questions. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So first things first, what intuition is, is the still small voice within. And uh, the problem is that even the title of it is misleading because people think it's going to be like an actual audible voice. And people say to me all the time, I don't hear anything. I don't have a voice. But intuition is actually a silent voice, which again, can be pretty confusing because we're used to voices making a sound. And so what we learn how to do, you know, for people that really want to live intuitively, what we do is we learn how to read. And it's that sense in our gut, the best way it's just somewhere between our heart, our heart and our belly button. And it's honey, it's not in the body. It's actually in the soul. So it's deep inside. And you know, it's a, it's really a matter of retraining ourselves because we're so used to going to our head and saying and thinking, okay, so we're used to our brain giving us all the answers. What we have to do is retrain ourselves to go down here, to go down here. I spend my life talking to my stomach. Let me just say it that way. Okay, honey, it's in here. I go in there and that's where I go for guidance on everything except that very interesting your other question you were psychic you're intuitive how come you didn't know you know what honey what I realized when I was first married um 
what I realized was that I was talking to my intuition about my health, about my um, biological family, about my work, mainly, uh, maybe about my spiritual studies, but I never consulted my intuition about my relationship. And, you know, I realized, because I thought afterwards, when I found out about my husband's affairs, I thought, wait a minute, how can this possibly happen? I, I'm a psychic. I'm a professional psychic. I write books about intuition and psychic ability. What? what? And then I realized, and it took me a while to realize it, but then I realized, oh, wait a minute, I haven't been saying a word to my intuition about my relationship because I was afraid of what I was going to hear. And so, honey, it was like I had these little hunches, but I just kind of looked the other way, like, no, everything's fine, everything's lovely because I loved my husband and I wanted it to all work out. And I didn't even for a second want to think that I had married someone like my mom had married. You know, it's like, oh, no, I'm going to do it different. My mom, I'm going to pay attention. I, my husband will never cheat on me. It'll, it, it, it'll just never happen. And I was just in shock when I found out everything. And again, honey, you know what? It's like you said in your email, I felt betrayed by God. Like, well, why didn't you help me with this? Why didn't you tell me? Yeah, I swear to God, my intuition said, because you didn't ask and you didn't want to know. So there it is right there. Yeah. So well said. So well said. You don't ask because you don't want to know. Yeah. 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 But it's the oh, truth. Honey. Yeah. Oh, honey. And then after that, after I found out, then my head just kicked in all the time. Every time he left to go to the grocery store, I would be watching the the, uh, the clock and I think okay well does it take that long to buy vegetables well maybe well why is it taking so long I mean honey I got so nervous and paranoid uh after I found out the truth and then I didn't know who to trust and and again I was still afraid to go to my intuition and say well you know he says it has stopped it's it's all over now I was afraid to go and ask the truth because that's what intuition does it gives us the truth and that's why we didn't ask, honey. It's just that simple. Yeah. No, we know intuition will tell us the truth. And so we keep our blinders on and we pretend everything's fine. And then we get socked and, uh, and we have to start to build that trust back up and realize that it wasn't God that betrayed us. God was probably trying to give us all kinds of signals but we just kept saying, nah, that, no, that was a coincidence that that happened. Mm -hmm. So we can't really get mad at anybody, even ourselves, because we were just trying to stay happy. That's what we wanted, honey. Yes. Wanted to be happy. We wanted to have perfect marriage. We wanted to have the perfect job. We want to have, we want to have the all-American dream. So we don't want anybody telling us that it's not what we want it to be mm. we just want everybody to be so happy for us because we're so happy and then it comes crashing down yeah yeah you're so right on with so many things because it takes work to confront something no, and, oh yeah oh yes oh god oh i think back to those days it's like oh ick uh but yeah i it seems like we all go through with betrayal in one way or another, doesn't it, honey? It's Absolutely. Just, yeah, yeah. As I step back and reflect on my life and my journey, I'm starting to reframe everything in terms of betrayal. And I was a corporate attorney at one point in time, and I was really betrayed by a judge who took advantage of me, of my youth, of my oh, innocence, oh, of my ignorance. I, I actually won a case. I won my very first case and he berated me for having the nerve to win a case. How dare you win that first case? How dare, don't you know who your opposing counsel was? How dare you walk into my courtroom and show him up? And it's one of those things that I turned on myself. You know, I betrayed, yes. and it was like, oh, yes. But yes. Yes, betrayal is everywhere because- yeah when you don't know how to deal with it, 
Even if your gut and your intuition is telling you something and you don't know what to do, sometimes it's easier just to not do anything. Yeah, that's right, honey. It is. It's just stick your head in the sand and go on. You know, Um, it is. It's a lot easier than having to confront. Oh, God, it's very hard to confront situations. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when we're emotionally invested. So I know, sweetheart. It's. (laughs) But. You know, the thing is, we have to just be willing to live in truth. And that's how intuition will say, oh, great, I can help you with everything, not just what you've decided. Okay. And then it gets on board. Well, I mean, it's on board the whole time, but we're just, "Mm -mm, nope, nope, that's not happening. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, yeah, Yeah. it's tough. It's so tough. It is. It is. And I particularly love what you just said about that willingness to live in truth, because, you know, one of my top things, my, my like T and my acronym flaunt is trusting in your truth and living in your truth is even a little bit deeper than trusting in it because Uh I trust it, but then to actually take the steps to make it happen. That's a whole other ball game. Yes, it is. Yeah, really. (laughs) Honey, I have a, I teach a, a weekly how to live by your intuition class. Okay. And so people go around and they tell, well, this week, my intuition told me to do this. And, um, and then they tell us how it turned out. Okay. Well, for a while, I noticed everyone was telling, uh, we call it the yeah, but club, where your intuition tells you to do something and you say, well, yeah, but, you know, I don't want to do that or whatever. And so one night, I remember I just stopped. I said, okay, everybody stop. You keep talking about your intuition told you to do yada, yada, but you didn't do it. So let's talk about this. What is the issue? And everybody said, trust. Well, I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that, honey, that, I mean, that's such a big step when we can, first of all, learn to hear it. And then secondly, trust it. There's no facts. I mean, honey, it's like, it's like, you know, when you wake up in the morning and your intuition says, take today off and you think, what? Take today off. <laughs> I've got that big meeting scheduled. Take the day off. No, I'm not going to take the day off. I got to right. go to work. Take the day off. I'm not taking the day off. So you get in your car, drive to work. Bam, big old accident. You're in the hospital for a week. You're like, damn, why did I go to work? (laughs) I should have taken that day off. I know. But because the problem for all of us is that intuition doesn't say, take the day off because you're going to get in a car accident and you really don't want to have that car accident. It doesn't say that. It just says, take the day off. And it never shares why. And that's what we all want is the why well, why, why, you know, honey, I think about the people in 9-11 who survived and the people who didn't survive. And uh, I remember hearing story after story after story of people on TV saying, oh, I don't know, I, I, all of a sudden something just said, well, go, go across the street and get a cup of coffee. And, and I remember the lady saying, I had a cup of coffee sitting on my desk and my intuition said, go across the street and get a cup of coffee. And she said, I thought it was so strange, but she said, I don't know. I just decided to get up and go across the street and get a cup of coffee. And that's when the planes went into the building. Mm. So that's honey. That's where, for me, that's where the disconnect is, is we don't trust it because it's not giving us enough information. Right. So we just sit back and go, no, I'm not going to do that. And then we, some kind of consequence comes up. Mm-hmm. But eventually we learn, <laughs> God, it could take forever, but <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No money. And you, yeah, you had said in one of your books, um, something along the lines of, we have all these stories of when we don't trust it and the bad things that happen when we don't trust it, but we're still not trusting it. And it is kind of comical. I know it is. Honey. I know, you know, my son, we were talking about it one day and he goes, you know, I'm walking out the door to go to work and something tells me to grab a sweatshirt. And he says, why do I argue with it? Why do I not go get the sweatshirt? You know how easy it would be to step inside, 
grab the sweatshirt and go to work. But no, I can't think of one reason why I would need a sweatshirt. And he says, and so then I go to work and a cold front comes in and I'm freezing to death. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Why don't we just do it? Yeah. It's the big resistance. Yes. It's funny. And the more we do it, the more I do it, the more I learn and the more I trust and the better I get, yeah. but I will still have some blocks onto certain things. Honey, maybe it's just the human conditioning of we're always taught to think it through, you know, make the right decision, think it through. Yes. And so here's this sweet, silent voice within us shouting no don't do that don't go there don't and doesn't make any sense so we go there and mm-hmm. and then we wonder why we wonder why god made that happen to us for you know what i mean yes why why yeah. why god why did you do that to me it's like no god didn't do anything mean to you no not at all no honey nor are we judged for the times that we don't listen true that's true you that's, know yeah, yeah. That's right, honey, which is really nice. Thank God. Yes. Yeah. 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 No kidding. <laughs> so what are some of the tips on learning to hear mm. that voice that you can give people? Because oh, mm. yeah. it does take practice. It takes a lot of practice. And really, it is about changing the way we function, honey, instead of just going to our brain right away when someone asks us a question. Um we just, you know what, we have to get used to saying to people, I need a little bit of time, I'll get back to you in just a bit, and then throw it down to our intuition. Okay, um, Laura just asked me if I want to have dinner Friday night. What do you think about that? Should I say yes or no? Because what I've learned about that too, honey, is that uh, I, my brain would probably say yes, but intuition is going to know what kind of mood I'm in on Friday going to know am I going to be tired am I going to wish oh god I wish I hadn't made this dinner date I'm exhausted that's why even the simplest things we ask intuition and we have to be okay with the impatient people in our life who want an answer now they want an answer now it's like you know what I can't I can't give you an answer right now um I'll get back to you as soon as I know it's like that just keep it really simple. And, and then, you know, the other thing is we ask the question and then we, sometimes we have to just walk away from the whole thing and not even think about it. And, and then answers just come up. They just, boom, there it is. We weren't thinking about it, but I think it's because my our mind is clear. We're not so focused on it. And then there it is. There's the answer. Mm-hmm. And so people have to be willing to be patient with this process. Cause as you know, Oh my God. Um, to live this way of life. You know, I, I remember many times thinking, why don't people live like this? It makes life so magical and fun. But then I remember all the steps in the beginning where you have to learn to be patient and you have to learn how to trust it. And you have to learn the difference between is that my thought or was that my gut? Uh, um, you know, it's funny. People will stand in front of me and they'll say, well, Echo, how do I know if it's my head or if it's my gut? And I'll say to them, you just answered your own question. Where did the answer come from? Did, did it come from up here? Yeah. The other clue that I've learned is when people say, well, I think this is what I should do. Okay. That means mm-hmm. they're thinking. Okay. When they say, oh, I know this is what I should do. I just know it. I don't know why, but I just know it. Knowing is the key to intuition. And so when people say, I don't know, Laura, I just, I just, I just know I shouldn't go to dinner Friday night. We should pick a different day. And you might say, oh, why? I was so excited to get together. Yeah, I know. Um, we just, we just have to, it has to feel a little bit different, okay? Um, people have a hard time with people like us who live intuitively. They don't get it. Why, why can't you make it just 
Why can't you just make a decision? Just make a decision, Echo. Just make a decision, Laura. Come on. Right. No, I, I have to consult. I have to talk to the boss within and I'll get my answers and I'll get back to you. Yeah. Yeah, honey. And what I really liked about hearing you say that is the story in my head about how I will sound saying to somebody else, oh, I don't know. Let me feel. It just doesn't feel right. The story in my head, that sounds really weird. But to hear you say it, yeah. I honor that. Yeah, I get that. Okay. I oh. feel it. Uh-huh. Okay. So See, I think, that's yeah. good, honey. That's good. Because, you know, honey, a lot of people, as you know, a lot of people go, what? I don't get it. What, what do you mean? You, you have to feel it out. You know, do you want to go to dinner or don't you want? It? It's really simple. I go, keep it simple. And I go, I do keep it simple. I'll get back to you as soon as I no. Yeah. 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 We know what we're talking about. We do. We do. <laughs> <laughs> and it is hard to release that judgment piece sometimes because we've been so conditioned to say or do certain things or that we should do this. Sure. And yeah. And I, I don't know if you know this piece of my journey, but my husband and I ended up reconciling and from the moment I found out about the infidelity, yeah. it rocked my world. It crumbled me. It destroyed me. But inside, I knew there was more to the story. Okay. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And you it, know, like when people break up, um, and I always ask them, okay, does it feel like the right thing to do right now because if it's not the right thing to do you'll be back together in a week you got to feel this out and um some people their head they're so headstrong about no this has to work and they just keep going back and it just never works but if they could listen and but i really want it to work so therefore i'm not going to ask my intuition what to do i'm just going to go ahead we get too afraid of what it's going to say. Yeah. Yeah. What it's going to say and what others are going to say about it. Oh, I mean, God, I know. And then the shoulds, like you said, the shoulds, they're terrible. They, they, well, you should answer them right away. Well, you should go to that party. Well, you should go to that event. The, yeah. People's expectations and shoulds can drive us up the wall. And then we feel really guilty if we say no to something. But then that day gets here and oh my God, we're so exhausted. There's no way we can even go do anything. So intuition is not gonna say no because it's denying us. It's saying no because it's protecting us. It's taking care of us. And that takes a while to figure out too that Especially when, you know, like I tell my students, it's the voice of God. Well, a lot of people have issues with God and they're like, don't talk to me about God. And um, they don't know that God is really a loving God, not the God of religion, but the real God is so loving and sweet and kind and fun. And so that's who we're talking to when we're talking intuition, not some cranky religious God that is vengeful and jealous and psychotic um it's not that kind of a guy but when i tell my students okay now some of you are going to have a hard time with this but um you know what i do honey when i teach a six-week class on living intuitively the first night of class their their assignment is go home and write out all the resentments you have towards god write out your attitude about god um what you believe what you don't believe I want you to completely focus on God, what that is to you, so that we can move past this stuck place. And they do. And you know, a lot of them, they'll say to me, I don't have any issues with God. And I'll say, okay, well, good, good. You, you go home and you just see if anything comes. And then they come back and say, oh my God, I had three pages of stuff. <laughs> because yes. we don't, I think people get scared thinking about, I don't dare say anything mean about God and so you know like somebody said last night well maybe you should just use the word divine it's the divine voice within 
See, that's true. That seems easier to handle, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's also good to confront some of that and to bring it out and to have those realizations. Exactly, because it needs to heal at some point. So you might as well do it now. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Okay, I've got two different questions. First of all, is what about those times when you are dropping into your intuition and you're just not getting an answer? Honey, you know what that's (laughs) called? It's called uh, the dark night of the soul. And that's when soul just, I don't know why it has to be like that, but it's, it's just like, it just shuts down, like goes on vacation. What the, what, what the, why? And, uh, um, I remember a few times going through it and always just being, feeling so alone and like, what, where did you talk about betrayal? You definitely feel betrayed. Yes. And so um, I remember I went to my minister one day and, and just said, what, why is this like this? And, and he was the one that said, that's the dark night of the soul when you don't feel connected to the divine. And he said, this is where you learn about blind faith. And I uh, thought that just sucks. I mean, does. So we have to have faith in spite of anything and everything. We have to just keep having faith and he I remember him saying when you come out of it you'll be stronger in faith and it seemed like it went on forever but then all of a sudden one day it was just wow it's back it's wow I can feel it stronger so I think that's what it is I mean it's just a matter of us building our faith stronger really mm-hmm. believing in something we can't even feel now that's that's hard. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Makes perfect sense though. It does, honey. It does. Mm-hmm. I yeah. hate it though, but you know, I really don't think I have felt one for years. So maybe you do get to a point where they stop, you know, the dark nights of the soul mm-hmm. and you just always feel that connection. Yeah. Really? I can't even remember the last time I went through one of those, which I'm really glad about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just seems consistent all the time. No, that's good. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. And you know, I'm thinking maybe the more you live in alignment with your intuition, the less often that would happen anyway, because you're you're on the path that you need to be on. Your connection is there. Yeah, I think you're right, honey. I I know you're right. The the more the more we have a desire for this path, the harder we work at it, and Maybe there's just a certain point in the development where we no longer have to go through that. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've gone through that, right, honey? That empty, oh. empty. Where did you go? Feeling. Oh, yeah. awful. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. But I also, you know, looking back, I can know how my dark times brought out so much light. How, you know, they, they were so provocative is what I like to think about because they they change, they change me. They make me seek out more information, um, you know, take classes, do different kinds of learning and it nourishes your soul and it feeds you. And even though it's really hard in the moment, like my infidelity journey, it was the worst thing I ever went through. And I would never change it for the world because of who I became. Yeah, honey, I get it. I I do. I get it. Mm -hmm it's tough going through it, but, uh, it's so worth it on the other end of it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And that leads me right into what I want to talk about for the second part of the show. We are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to dive into the whole concept of spiritual healing and what that even means. Do you feel betrayed by life, your body, or by someone that you love? You are not alone and you are not weak or overly emotional for feeling the way that you do. Betrayal is one of the most overwhelmingly painful experiences to navigate because it strikes at the core of who you are and what you are worth. No matter how gutted you feel, there is hope. You can flourish, not in spite of your experience, but because of it, I know. 
After 23 years of marriage, my world was shattered when I found out that my husband had been cheating on me with five different women for 15 years. I lost everything that day, my identity, my worth, and the future I had worked so hard to create. While it was a long and arduous journey back to myself, today I know who I am, what I want, and I am happier and more confident than I ever was before. I've got what I call naked self-worth, which is the ability to just see, know, and love yourself for who you are, not for what you accomplished or for who you are in relation to others. No matter what has shattered your heart, if you're ready to get clear on who you are, what you want, and to learn how good life really can be, then life choreography is for you. Even if you feel too old or are too busy because you have kids at home and you're in charge of everything. Life choreography is a comprehensive five-month, five-step program that empowers you to strip out of your labels, roles, and scripts and to reveal yourself as you are not as you think you should be to learn more go to nakedselfworth.com and download your free guide that shows you how to untangle yourself from the past reclaim your sexy and start re-choreographing life on your own terms so you can love and be loved for exactly who you most authentically are. That whole concept of spiritual healing, you know, you talked about like writing, writing your stuff about God and healing that. And one of the questions that I hear a lot from women who have been betrayed is I'm broken and I'm never going to heal. And it's like, you have been broken and you will heal. And then, then you hear like, you can't spiritually bypass it. No, you can't. But then what is spiritual healing and how, how does that all work? And what does that even mean? Hmm. 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 Well, that's the million dollar question. (laughs) Holy smokes. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) I think I have to go now. Exactly. Um, Oh, honey. You know, it's about, it's really about healing our soul and the patterns that we came into this lifetime to heal. Um, you know, I, I really think at least, you know, when we went through therapy, I remember the therapist saying, um, so did one of your parents cheat? And like, yeah. And she said, well, that's why you married him, because it seemed natural, seemed like what you knew, what you knew. And so, of course, you're going to go find something to recreate the same feelings you had in childhood now. And uh, wow. So then I've done since then, I've done some past life readings. Um, you know, where I actually get hypnotized myself because I want to see what the patterns are. And um, wow, it's like these deep beliefs in my soul about what I'm worthy of, what love is, um, how it's supposed to show itself. Um, Jealousy, um, betrayal is part of it, honey. It's like all that Icky stuff is what I thought was part of love. And so I realized my soul brought in all of these beliefs. And so that's why I just kept finding one bad relationship after another. So I can't blame my parents. It's what my soul choose to come in and heal in this life. So for all the people out there, men and women who feel like they're broken and they're never going to heal. Oh my gosh. First of all, you got to change your attitude. Okay. You have to, even if you, you know, the old saying act as if until you get there. Okay. You have to believe that you will heal. And these experiences were actually chosen for our souls 
so that we could heal the deeper beliefs and the deeper pain. Um, oh, honey, we bring with us so much baggage when we come into a new life. And like I've learned, our families, our parents, they are actually a reflection of everything that we came here to learn about codependency, alcoholism, cheating, um, what does love mean? What doesn't it mean? Um, all of this is kind of set up for us so that we finally heal these old, old beliefs in our soul. And so really, you know, honey, it isn't just a matter of just going to therapy. Yes, we need therapy. We got to break these old patterns, but we need to do healing for our soul. And, um, and it, the other thing is for people who are in a big hurry to heal, <laughs> it's like slow down. Um, that's what you came here to do was to heal. Um, and what always helps me, honey, is just asking the universe, okay, I just became aware of this particular pattern and I don't ever want to live like this again. So please show me what, 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 who, yeah. who can help me with this? And, you know, I know somebody right now who, what? her husband has cheated on her so many times and she refuses to go to treatment or therapy. She refuses anything, um, anything. She says it's his problem, not hers. And yet she's an absolute basket case. Okay. Ugh. So all of this is not just our spouse's fault. No. It's all a big mishmash of stuff, beliefs, uh, patterns. Um, oh my gosh, there's so many. Oh God. Um, but you know, what I think is important is we go and we do some healing work and then we take a break. Okay. And we live life for a while and then we'll hit upon another belief. Ooh, that's not a good belief. Okay. And then we go get some more help and then we work on that and we learn to go back and play and live. And then we go to the next layer, but we take time in between our healing sessions and we heal. We just, we learn to heal by playing and digging in the ground and going, I don't know where, I mean, there's so many different things out there for us to yeah. heal. And so we have to take these breaks learn to play again, learn self-care, and then we come back and then we're presented with another pattern. And, and the day actually does come. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet for me, but I think <laughs> the day comes when we go, okay, I think, I think I healed everything that I came into this lifetime to heal. I yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it's definitely a journey. As you and I both know, we both know it is not six quick sessions to a therapist and we're done. It's mm -mm, mm -mm. no, we unfortunately will attract to us all the situations that need healing in us. So mm -hmm. yeah. I have thanked, I have sent my ex-husband a few thank you notes over the years. Just thank you for all the crap that it brought up. Yes. Um, I needed to have it hit me that hard in order to really pay attention. Isn't so. that the truth? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's part of that intuition thing too. Oh, not now I'm busy. Oh, not now I've got kids. Oh, not now I've got, you know, I'm doing this. Yes. Bam. You've got yes. to do this. Yes. Yes. You know, and the unfortunate thing, at least from my perspective, from a, a laying on hands healer is people usually wait until they have some kind of medical crisis. And that's when they start to pay attention. Like, wow, how did I get here? How, why did I have this stroke? Why, why is this happening? Um, it's just unfortunate that we're all so blockheaded about, no, we just, no, we don't, we don't want to do anything to heal. Mm -hmm. um, but life just keeps pounding at us because it has to, that's its job. Yes. yes that's yes. the job of life. Yes. Yeah. It's here, it's set up for us to heal those deeper beliefs. Mm -hmm. So it isn't like, you know, honey, it isn't just a quick little matter. It's there's chunks, there's layers. Ooh, you get that layer ooh, healed. 
healed, healed, and we just keep going. And I love that you said play because I'm a huge proponent of play. And when I can, yeah, when I think about it in terms of a board game, you know, like, oh, here's the mountains. Woo, here's the, you know, shoots and ladders. We're climbing up, we're sliding down, we're in the muck, we're in the fire swamp. At yeah. least, yeah, I yeah. find more joy in that. And then I can laugh about it. Like, oh, here we go again. Yes, that's really good. That's really good, honey. Yeah. You know, you yeah. Know. So uh, another one of your books is What Happens When We Die? Uh, yes. And I know a lot of people have some thoughts or some confusion around that. Like, do I have to do it now so I don't have to come back and do it again? Or how do I confront this person who hurt me? Or there's just a lot of that. Again, a lot of it's tied back to God too, you know? I know, honey. I know. Um, You know, that's a really good question. And even the question of, do I need to confront the person that hurt me? Um, They did you a favor. And as hard as it hurt, as bad as it hurt, uh, as much as you want to go kill them and shoot them and burn their house down and let all the air out of their tires and she is that cool. That situation, if the person chooses to heal from it, then that situation was actually a gift. And is it important? You know, to some people, it is important to their healing and other people, it's not important. They don't even care about it anymore. They just thank you for getting us on this path so that now I can heal. And, um, you know, it's kind of like, bye-bye. You served me well. Thank you. So, oh, gosh, honey. There's so much involved with all of it, isn't there? So much. Yes. Um, Yes. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we come here for so many different reasons to this blasted planet of ours. We do. Mm-hmm. But really, we come here to learn and to heal. So if people can look at it that way, instead of staying in the victim role, and that's the scary part, honey, as you and I both know, a lot of people just stay stuck as a victim. Yes. Nothing ever changes, never changes. Yes. All they can ever talk about is that SOB that broke their hearts and um, um, and they're determined they're going to follow him through lifetimes to, um, I don't know, haunt him, I guess. It's like, no, 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 no. Don't take that road. Take the other road where you get to heal. And then after a while, you don't even think about that person anymore. You know, right. I know, honey. I know. Yeah. You just want to go shake every little victim out there and say, stop it. Come on now. Come on. Look at it from a higher perspective. What did it teach you about yourself? And some are willing to look at it from a higher perspective and others are like, no, no, he's a son of a, that's all I care to talk about. Exactly. And that kind of loops us right back around, I think, to that very first piece of trusting your intuition. And when you hear something and you don't want to do it, I think everybody feels the call to heal. I really, really do. But I think just a lot of people are like, I don't, I don't want to set myself up again. I don't want to be hurt. I don't want to be stupid. I don't want to be taken advantage of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That blind faith again. But see, yeah, honey, and the thing is, I don't want to be stupid again. Okay, then don't be stupid again. Just mm-hmm. we have to stay aware now. We aren't victims. I mean, okay, maybe the first time we were victims. Um, but we have to pay attention to our patterns. And uh, we want to, <laughs> oh, gosh, we want to pay attention to our patterns. We want to break the patterns. We want to heal them. Um, we want to keep growing. We want to keep going. Yeah, honey, it takes us right back to, I'm afraid to trust again. What if my intuition? Well, okay. So our part is to say to our intuition, you know what? I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to listen to you with all areas of my life, not just the ones that I don't care what you have to say. And um, 
that's our job to not go back into denial. Um, now, there's lots of people out there, you and I both know them, who they keep repeating the same pattern, honey, the same pattern, same yes. pattern. Keep finding the guy that's going to cheat on them. Keep finding the guy that isn't loving, isn't giving, isn't caring. Um, and then we can sit back and go, God, he's, he's, he's a doorknob. He doesn't even, he doesn't even ask me how I am. Well, there's something in you that is comfortable with that. And that's what we have to look at is, oh, well, what if he really cared about me? What if he really showed care and concern? Ooh, that would be creepy. See, it's like, oh, so that's why we attract the doorknobs in our life. Because if they showed emotion to us, that would make us feel creepy. And uh, who knows? Okay, so we have to go back to, hmm. What am I complaining about that guy about? Oh, because he doesn't show emotion. Okay. Well, if he showed emotion, ew. See, it's just, mm -hmm. we just have to be willing to look at it. And there's so many people that don't want to look at it. They don't want to look at the patterns. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And something I feel like I've, I've heard a lot of people say, and, and I've fallen into it myself too. I'd rather trust somebody else. You know, sometimes people will say, well, I'm going to hire a psychic and find out if he's cheating or not. No, okay, that's great. But can you listen to yourself? Or, you know, when people say, well, tell me what to do. I yeah. think we want someone yeah. to tell us what to do sometimes. We do. We do. Yeah. And I can understand that too. Uh, honestly, when you're really hurting that bad, it's nice to get a different perspective, somebody that we trust. Oh, God. Because when our heart is broken, oh, man, it's hard to. It's hard to see past the pain. It just is. Yeah. So that's why it's so helpful to go to other people and just say, can you give me a different perspective on this? Um, uh, what is it that I was supposed to learn here? What was my part in this? That's the real questions we should be asking instead of, is he ever going to call again? Will I ever see him again? Will he really marry her instead of me? That kind of Please. stuff. It's like, no, no, no. We want to really get to the real stuff of what is this teaching me about me and <clears throat> how can I heal me so that I don't go find another doorknob in life so that I find somebody that can show the kind of love I think I want. God, people yeah. are, oh, honey, we got so many shoulds and expectations that just throw us off. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And, and I liked how you said when we're in so much pain, Sometimes it is nice to have somebody give us our best and highest vision yeah. for us. Yeah. You know, You're right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yes. I know, like, you know, when you first found out you have these psychic gifts, you know, <laughs> people are telling yeah. you, you're thinking, what are you talking about? I know. I know. I know. It's yeah. nice sometimes to have somebody just affirm what you already know inside. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because uh, when you're in a situation with someone that is betraying you, they're lying a lot just to cover their <sighs> lifestyle. Okay. And so yeah. after a while, we go crazy. We can't, we don't, what, what? You, you just said the other day you went bowling. I thought you went bowling with Bob. Now you're saying you went to work with what? And and that's when we start rationalizing for them. Oh, he meant to say that. Oh, he, he probably just forgot. And, and that, well, honey, when we go into that area, oh boy, now <laughs> the craziness begins. Yeah. And, and we believe the lies and we go along with the lies. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And, um, oh, oh. Yeah, that that was a coincidence that there was lipstick on your collar kind of thing. And we want to believe so bad that it's not happening, that we just stay in that denial, just stay there. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, that's when we lose ourselves. And that's the sad part, honey. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And such a good point about living with somebody who's lying so much, because uh, one of the things that I learned about... Um, and I don't have all the terms right, but like 
my husband's mother is a clinical narcissist. She's got, she's diagnosed. She's, he was not a narcissist or a sociopath, but he had like these refractory tendencies. He had to deal with her. Exactly. When he started lying to me, then I would start getting those tendencies too. Yes. And I don't have a mental illness. He doesn't have a mental illness, but when you're with somebody with a mental illness, it, it wants everybody's vibration out. It does. It does, honey. And then we stop trusting ourselves. Right. We start doubting everything we're thinking and feeling. And I don't know if this is right or not. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I remember my therapist saying to me one time, uh, Echo, for a little while, when you need to make decisions, I think you should talk to people that you trust because you're in this place right now where I don't know if you're going to make good decisions. Yeah. And so I did run things by people. I would just say, can I run this by you? Does this sound crazy? Sometimes, well, no, people were pretty good about, no, 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 no. It's maybe you're a little confused, but it doesn't sound crazy. And okay, thanks. I needed that. You know, we just, I mean, when we're first coming out of it, honey, we need help. We just need help. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Because we don't know which way is up. At least I didn't. (laughs) I didn't either. I didn't either. I just didn't want it happening so bad that I would believe anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said today, my ex-husband and I are good friends and I am grateful to him always for what we went through. Um, And it took a little while to get there just because I had to see the bigger picture so much more clearly than I was seeing it. So if, you know, if a person really wants to grow spiritually, they just have to start looking at their pain through trying to look through a higher perspective, try to look through it through God's eyes instead of our limited eyes, you know? And then we, we do, we can see it from a higher perspective. What got healed? What didn't get healed? We just have to be able to get there. I think. Yes. And what's yours and what's somebody else's? Because you healed your part and it seems like your ex-husband has done some growth and my current husband has done a lot of growth, but I know there's also people out there who are like, "Uh uh-uh, out of here, all your fault. It was you and won't do it, but that's not ours to own. Right, honey. That's right. That's right. And, you know, if those people understood reincarnation, understood, they will be back with that person. It's like, uh, you might as well just deal with it now. Just deal with it now. Be done with this person and then be grateful and move on. But no, people don't want to. <laughs> they don't, don't want to go there. <laughs> no, no, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. Right. Well, what do you suggest? You've written numerous books. You've got great blogs. You've got some amazing resources for people. What can you suggest for listeners? Where should they start? How can they learn more? How can they just get to where, where you're at slowly? I know that one step at a time. I know that, but where can they find you and some of your resources? You know what, honey, I wrote a book. Uh, my best-selling book is called Echoes of the Soul. Which and, I loved. Oh, thank you, honey. And it really explains things to us, helps us understand, helps us start to look at life through our soul size. We we have a soul. I mean, what is that? People don't even know what their soul is. And so it really is a nice, sweet little book, just taking people through the steps of who they are, why they're here what's important, what isn't important. And um, and then I wrote another book, my big book of healing. It's a really good book that helps people a lot to look for patterns, to look for, oh, just what parts of themselves do need healing money. Mm. It's a, it's an intense book, but it's, it's very good. It's got exercise in it. It it just covers everything. Um, And also, well, still small voice that'll help people understand more about intuition um if people are having a tough time spiritually with god i recommend see i wrote a book called look for the good and you'll find god 
about my spiritual journey of all the cool ways that I learned how cool God really is. Okay. Oh, I love it's not, that. it's not a religious book. It's a, it's a very spiritual book. It's got really fun stories in it. And if they're worried about death, they can get what happens when we die. And I've got a new one coming out next year called um, how to live happily ever after life. And Ooh. yeah, honey. And it's going to be, it, it, it's about the things that you and I've talked about today. The, the things that we get stuck in our beliefs and how they can, we can get so stuck in them. And um, it's really a book to set people free so that they don't stay stuck here on earth, but they move on, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's lots of good books there. Then, gosh, what about your book, honey? Talk about <laughs> your book. I love my book. Thank you. My book is called Flaunt. Drop your cover and reveal your smart, sexy, and spiritual self. And it's really about all the ways that we betray ourselves by thinking, I mean, especially for women, we can't be too smart or we're aggressive. We can't be, you know, too soft or we're spiritually woo-woo. And then the sexy, same thing. We have to be a certain weight, a certain size. And then same thing with the spirituality. It's, it's spirit. It's within us all. We are all connected and it's how to reveal all facets of who we are in every circumstance Mm -hmm. without shutting ourselves down, without pretending to be less than we are or more than we are. And just to reveal ourselves authentically. And what I love about the layers is I use the concepts of burlesque in my book. Okay. We're stripping off the layers. You know, we have our undergarments. We have, you know, the shirt underneath. We have a sweater. We have a jacket. We have, we wear layers and we understand layers and each layer has its function and we can't take off a foundation piece until mm-hmm. moved through. Mm-hmm. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Okay. So is your book available everywhere? everywhere (laughs) all right and we have the same publishers so yes we do I love that (laughs) I think publicist I love that yeah it's really cool yeah thank you I love the breadth of your books too because that way people can pick them up in any stage of healing True, you know, yeah. yeah, in any stage yeah. of need, whether it's it's seeking or finding or healing. And I just wanted to honor you so much for saying slow down on the healing. Yeah. Because yeah. we're in such an instant gratification society. I know. <laughs> I know, honey. I know. I know. Yeah. How do I know? Yeah. We we so forget to play. We we just we it's terrible how how serious we've all gotten and um I mean, tell a joke for God's sakes, laugh again. Uh, we, we forget all this stuff when we're in the healing mode and we have to incorporate all of it. We have to, we have to learn how to be in pain and still enjoy a sunrise, still heal alive in some area, in all areas possible. But yeah, we just don't, we don't, we're just, we're, we're crazy people. And we just focus so much on the pain, but we have to learn. We have to do a balance. We have to learn to have gentleness along with the harshness of life. We just have to. So that's what a lot of us are learning now. Yeah. Yeah. Balance. Balance. Balance is so challenging, but so important. And amen to playing and to laughing because if it's not fun, why are we doing it? I know. I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Playtime. Yeah. That's what we all need. So all of you listening to this podcast, as soon as we're done, I want you to go outside. I don't care if you're standing in a hurricane. I want you to go outside and just find something good about it. Okay. There. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. That just like gave me goosebumps. I'm like, I'm going to go to the park. I'm going to go down the slide. It's going to be so fun. (laughs) Well, Echo, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with me with the listeners, of course, your pain, your joy, all of that. And listeners, you heard Echo, go outside and play. It doesn't matter if you are in crisis right now, if you are in 
some stage of recovery or what is going on in the world around you. Go outside and play. Have an amazing day. Check out some of her books. I know Echoes of the Soul was one of my first books that I read and it was magnificent. It changed my life. So have an amazing week. Thank you for being with me. And as usual, always remember to flaunt exactly who you are because who you are is always more than enough. Tune in next time to Flaunt. Find your sparkle and create a life you love after infidelity or betrayal with radio host and live choreographer Laura Cheadle every Wednesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Develop naked self-worth and reclaim your confidence, enthusiasm, and joy so you can create a life you love and embrace who you are today. Download your free Sparkle Through Betrayal Recovery Guide at NakedSelfWorth.com. 